Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Welcome to the Steelers Outpost Podcast, a proud member of Sports Drink Network. It is July 3rd, 2022. This is Tom coming to you from the veranda at the Washington, D.C. Outpost, joined with Nick. And we are hungover. Well, we have Kaylin got married last night. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> to my daughter, Nick's sister, Kaylin. Grand, maybe the grandest wedding of 2022. Spectacular. One to remember. So we're, we're riding high emotionally. Uh, but as you can probably tell from my vocal cords, we're riding a little low energy. I wouldn't even say the energy is low. I just think that we're sort of basking in the afterglow. And uh, it is always joyous to actually get to do a podcast in person. But we have to apologize to our Aunt Jane, who's a regular listener of the podcast, who insisted that we make good on our promise to actually podcast from the wedding reception last night. This voice, or this puny excuse for a voice that's coming out of my mouth right now, was even... Uh, more puny last night punier as it were so when she approached me and said what the hell are you guys doing you need to put up some mics i said we don't even have the ability i said we don't even have the ability so sorry to everybody we weren't able to do it from the reception but here we are on the day after outside on the veranda pretty sure nobody cares about that whole last thing but it was interesting to us thanks for cutting my legs out from right beneath me that's good (laughs) we got to find some way to get through this happy fourth of july weekend everybody uh in a not contentless Milieu. We do have a couple of things we were going to talk about on a on a power episode here before we take Nick to the airport. The yeah. first one being a blockbuster signing, uh, new contract Terry McLaurin, pulling that up for the he, Washington Commanders. Yeah. So basically, the Deontay Johnson situation is playing itself out in real time. He's going to price himself out of the Steelers unless they really want to make him pay like a number one receiver. So you have the Terry McLaurin details up here, but Terry McLaurin is a very good receiver. You know, Terry and Deontay are pretty comparable. Deontay gets all this hate from the fan base because of a couple, you know, because of the drop season and stuff like that, but obviously he's been a very good player. When you compare him to Terry McLaurin, who's played on a much worse team, they have extremely comparable numbers and they're like the same age, I believe. So the numbers that we're about to read are basically going to be Deontay's agent's starting point because I, I actually think Deontay has even better numbers than Terry McLaurin does. So that means a lot for his uh, potential to be a part of the Steelers going forward or not. So if you look at the numbers, I guess it's like $23 million average per year for Terry McLaurin. It's a $28 billion contract, I think. No, it's, he gets a signing bonus of $53 million on a three-year, what is it, $70 million? dollar contract that's 23 mil a year that basically all but guarantees Deontay is going to need over 20 million a lot of Steelers fans were saying oh we want to pay him 17 I always thought that that was a little preposterous and I do think Deontay's underrated not only by the national media who literally doesn't know he exists right but by the Steelers fans because of those couple drops but um, I'm not saying he's 
he's AB. But I'm saying there's a very good argument. He's actually the best receiver they've had besides AB. No, I mean, Martavis is like four catches a game for 130 yards or no catches in the game. Juju, we found out, okay, he's not a number one receiver. Um, I don't know if we found that out or not. I mean, Mason Rudolph and Duck throwing to you with the worst offensive line and Benny Snell as your running back, that's not a great barometer. But obviously, Juju's not a guy you can just line up outside all the time. You know, I can sort of think since Mike Wallace and A.B., Deontay's actually really the only reliable number one receiver the Steelers have had. So I do think he's very underrated. I think $17 million was a little ridiculous, and 20 was probably around where he was always going to be anyways. But nonetheless, this really makes it a reality. Yeah, I'm curious to know how much emphasis they'll place on the average annual salary versus the guarantees because McLaurin's going to get two-thirds of his, am I doing my math right, $53 million out of 70 guaranteed. I would guarantee that the Steelers are not going to go heavy on Deontay's guarantee. I think they're going to stick with you know the, the TJs and the Minkas of the world, the real superstars, who I don't even think Deontay Johnson could have an argument with that. Like His agent isn't going to be able to put him in the same class as TJ Watt and them. So I would think that they would stick to more uh, traditional Steelers structure with low guarantee. But the thing is, especially with the Christian Kirk contract in Jacksonville, like somebody's willing to pay these guys. Now the question is... I don't even, actually, honestly, I don't even know if there's a question. Like, George Pickens, we have this insane amount of faith in him as a receiver, and every time I watch highlights of him, (laughs) that faith grows. He just looks like such a star. But they draft guys, receivers, in the second round to become their starting dude. This is the Steelers' plan. I mean, I think that they're ready for Deontay to move on, and they're going to assume that Chase or Pickens, I don't think think Calvin Austin is pegged to be that guy, but who knows. I think they're assuming they're just going to roll right in and then Pickens will go to that number one role and they would let Deontay go because it does seem like a lot of money to pay to a guy who's really good, but just there's this fear factor with Deontay Johnson that I think everybody has. I don't know. I, I guess what I'm saying is somebody else is going to pay Deontay a bigger guarantee, I would think. Absolutely, and, and you just we've talked about this for weeks, right? I mean, the Steelers have set them, so they basically told us yeah, we're not going to spend this kind of money given the, that they have not only uh, George Pickens but um, Austin as well. Yeah, so I think it's sort of a circle of life thing, but it is interesting to see the actual numbers get put down on it. And this particular wide receiver signing, given their similar age and production, is maybe the most relevant so far to Deontay's upcoming contract. So that is big news, even if it is sort of generally in a predictable um bracket as, as far as numbers go but really interesting to see what they're going to do with Deontay Johnson I can't remember a case this sort of 50-50 with the Steelers player to be resigned in a while so they are already it looks like they have 20 million dollars of cap space it looks like they could make this happen who else do they have to sign or they're just well they just signed I don't think really anybody because they just signed Mick until next Patrick. year yeah right mm-hmm. I'll tell you so so we can look up the multi-year summary to see. I know there's some significant positions coming due next year. I don't even know if they are. I, I think they have all the stars signed you're gonna up. Have, you're going to have to pay Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, you are going to have to pay Mitch. Because he is going to explode, and he's going to say, pay me. Yeah, I don't think you have a single player who you really worry about after Deontay Johnson. I mean, it depends on what you want out of Chase Claypool would be, the, would be the next one, honestly. And those two guys, everything just rides on this season. So you I think that's pretty much where they stand. Certainly not on offense. No. And not on defense either. They've already signed TJ and Minka. After that, you know, Cam's still under contract. Who cares after those two guys, really? Well, you've got LeGlue. 
Well, he's on offense, and we do need to sign him, so that's a good point. And Tyson. He's 36. <laughs> and Wormley. Yeah, so uh, you're right. There's nobody really on here at all. No, no uh, name guy. Bush, obviously, he's been in the news lately. Um, but, you know, it doesn't look likely. I mean, he's going to have to have a breakout season for them to even consider paying him, right? Absolutely. He, he really he just hasn't had a good career, injuries aside. He's had a couple splash plays, but he hasn't really done anything. It would be kind of shocking to see him become a good player, in my opinion. All right. Terrell Edmonds, I guess he's, uh, you know. He got his one year. I'm sure whatever. he's going to explode. Have, I have not heard about what they're doing with Chris Boswell. Not that this will break the bank, but, you know, he's getting up there as far as a uh, place kicker goes. He's at, he's at $5 million. Um, per year? Uh, in this last year, he's going to get paid $5 million. Right. Um, they were talking about making him the – there's rumors they're going to make him the highest-paid kicker, which makes sense. I mean, he's a top-five kicker in the league. So Absolutely. Yeah, that's one I, I don't think you mess around with. I think you got to keep the balls in there. So maybe you're right. Maybe that's the guy. But, of course, that's small money compared to the you know, positions of people who hit and catch and throw and do stuff. We have been talking about – the components to a Super Bowl winning team and most of that has to do with having a quarterback who's essentially free and we have one on our roster an unproven Kenny Pickett (laughs) we have our free quarterback and the question remains will he be the quarterback of the future and will he be able to move the Steelers into the playoffs I think we talked about this last week we talked about this a few times but it just feels like uh, I guess there was a report from Mark Caballi that it looks like Trubisky's going to be the week one starter kind of no matter what and we've talked about this like it's going to be hard for pick it to beat him out in training camp because the physical talent of Trubisky is better and, and he's improved as a player on the field so it's not like you can walk in there and wow the guy uh, or wow the, the team and then we've talked about it it would be hard to bench Trubisky and I might be a little annoyed if the Steelers bench Trubisky unless he just absolutely imploded which he's never been good but he's never absolutely imploded really for a long period of time and it would feel like if you benched him and put in Kenny Pickett, you know, unless Kenny Pickett just explodes right away, that, that could create some issues with the team. Like, hey, this guy's good. Like, why are we dying to get this semi-talented first-round quarterback into the game? Again, that's not, um, that's not my me condemning Kenny Pickett's whole career, but just as a rookie, it's going to be hard, you know, until you get some experience on you. So you would assume that if, if Mitch got benched for Kenny, it wouldn't be that much of a difference. And, and hopefully we're wrong. Hopefully it's just this massive difference and Kenny just explodes, you know. But I, I would think that it would take a year or so to get better. Yeah, I guess I was ref- I was trying to line you up that uh, f- to talk about the interview we had this week. Yeah, I know you were, and I just went on a tangent. I lost it. But, yeah, he was on McAfee, and he said nothing. That's, exa- that's exactly what we're looking for. It really it's not is. good for a podcast, but no. it's good for a team. Nothing, but you know what? It's not what he said, it's how he said it. He is very confident, very comfortable, like natural, affable guy. He gives me an Alex Smith vibe, which scares me a little bit, <laughs> given Alex Smith career. Uh, Alex Smith, there's some other guys that are like that. Um, but he seems, Alex Smith is very sharp. He's um, very likable, but very captain-like in that way. And maybe Matt Ryan has a similar thing about him. And Kenny Pickett clearly has that in conversation, just the right amount of comfort. And he is clearly on a media plan of not rat, uh, not shaking any cages. Basically, uh, when McAfee asked him, what's it going to take for Tomlin to supplant Trubisky with you? And he dodged a question to say, like, oh, we, the quarterback's in the room. They all love each other. It's, it's, they all help each other. 
and it's a good relationship there. I do totally agree with the approach there. Like, what are you going to gain by saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat his ass, I'm going to beat him out? I, so it's a bummer that he didn't say anything, but I also, as a Steelers fan, I'm glad he didn't. <laughs> Kenny? Yeah, yeah, who needs it, except there would be great fodder for the show. It would be. So there was some uh, really depressing news this week. So Jalen Ferguson, Ravens defensive end, died with uh, at, at the, that time when it was announced. Um, I think it was twenty six. Twenty six. Yeah. He. Uh, they did not know the cause of death. Now it's been concluded that it was a fentanyl, cocaine related death. Yeah. That's sad. That it is really common now. It's an epidemic. That's mom on the background there. It's really common. And that is really sad, and I just, look, I'm not judging the guy at all for, you know, cocaine usage and fentanyl. Obviously, I don't think he should do that, but, look, people make mistakes. They're young, they're rich, they're got, you know, they have different people in their culture and their circle that are doing these things, and I would hope that that wouldn't have become a, a big problem for him, but it's just somebody doesn't deserve to die for that. That's really tragic. And, no, it's uh, a reflection of society, except the... And it, the, the people who make it in the NFL aren't necessarily a f- reflection of your average Joe in society. That right. they, you know, their body is their, is you know, is uh, everything. It's their career, and you know, I'm sure guys smoke dope. They take you know, <laughs> the PEDs. I mean, it, that's pretty common. But that, I mean, fentanyl sort of seems like a death sentence to me. Like, there's not an amount you can take and feel safe, and it's it's right. well, they don't take it on purpose. It's it's laced with fentanyl. Yeah. So, right? what do they lace with fentanyl? Uh, they just put cocaine. Fentanyl, uh, I believe a lot of uh, cocaine's the big one, but I don't know if they put it in you know any powder like drug or whatever. I don't want to. It's not coming from. It's talk. not coming from bear in a bottle that's sealed. You know what I mean? You're just getting this stuff. And I know. How do you yeah, know exa- what you're exactly. getting? Exactly. Any of those. And like, for uh, these guys to like just artificial can't drugs. put it on. You know, can't put it on hold for four or five years during their career. It just shows you how strong that is, you know, and it's part of, I'm, I'm like you, I'm not judging, I don't know what his background is, it's just a damn shame. Yeah, it is a shame, and, and these guys, I think it's a double-edged sword, you have to be a psychopath to play football, professional football, and I think that that invincibility probably extends to off the field, so you can see it, but yeah, that is depressing, that sucks, and I feel bad for the Ravens in that instance. That's probably the only time you've ever said that. Hmm. All right, well, that's the kind of the news for the week, I think, and um, appreciate everybody listening here on the 4th of July. We needed to get out a super episode to get out number 261. We don't normally announce the numbers because it doesn't mean anything to anybody except for Nick and me, but 261 straight weeks of broadcasting. We just didn't want to break our streak. I want to spend a little time here with you on the nation's birthday. Yeah, beautiful. Nothing else to add. Looking forward to, I believe... We're under 60 days or under 70 days till the NFL season starts. This is insane. They're about to go to training camp, so this has flown by, and looking forward to the next step here. Yeah, July 26th, training camp starts. Boom. 25 days. Hit us up on Twitter at Steelers Outpost. Shoot us an email at SteelersOutpost@gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Until next week, go Steelers. Okay, bye-bye. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact.
As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's home equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.